in the end, this is your wellness on your own terms, on your own time, when you're ready. So have you ever been burned out by your mandatory wellness training? <laughs> Hi, I'm Eddie. I am Anish. And welcome to Resiliency Rounds. Uh, our ep first episode today, basically, we're going to explore our initial experiences with uh, systematic uh, wellness. And uh, give you our thoughts on uh, the path uh, to wellness. So have a listen, and we'll circle back around with you at the end of the episode. So what is our philosophy, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I... I have been thinking about this for a while. You know, I got involved in wellness, quote unquote, I'm actually making those right. quote unquote signs before it was a buzzword. Yeah. This was, uh, you know, a little over four years ago and I was just driving back from work one day and I was like, um, when I was a resident, I was not happy with my, with the way things were going. I was stressed out all the time. Mm -hmm. my, I had a, didn't have a good relationship with my wife. Uh, I was very self-absorbed. I was just, all I could think of was getting to a fellowship. That's the only thing that drove me. Mm -hmm. I was very worried that I would get to work and I would mess up and what people would say, yeah, yeah. what people say about me. I've totally been there. Right. And, uh, and I didn't want to make a mistake. I want to look good all the time. I wanted people to like me. Uh, I and wanted people to ask me. I wanted to be when people asked what to do. And that was important. Right. right. For some reason I needed that. That's right. Like, I wanted to be the chief resident and so I was gunning for it and those things were beyond my control. I was going for things that were beyond my control. I, we, we didn't travel, we would, you know, we got married, but you know, this was early on in marriage and my, you know, we had so much time to do the things that we want, we could have done and I didn't, you know, I was self-absorbed and just not in a good place. I was not very healthy, not eating right, was drinking more than I should, you know, mm -hmm. this is just classic residency stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought when I became an attending, I was like, you know, if that is a standard life of a resident, we need to do something about that. That's not right. Right. Correct. So then I said, I never made friends within my residency group because I was always competing with everybody. Right. I was the guy who was like, you know, I don't, I never, I don't like myself. I go back and look at myself. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't like that guy. And this is the reason why I was competitive always found faults in other folks, mm -hmm. you know, even if they were nice to me, I would always find something. Oh, but this is what's wrong about this guy. Right. Oh, you know, but this, he's a nice guy, but this is what's wrong about him. Yeah. And I was that kind of guy, you know, uh, and didn't realize that all those faults actually are within me, honestly. <laughs> and, uh, and so I never made friends. So I thought the way to get well, right, is to form very tight bonds within residency with your peer group. So you can then ha ask for support and help. And so I thought maybe we need to do team building. So I started and I said, okay, I'm going to take the second year group because they are second year or three year residency, mm -hmm. right? The interns right. are just coming in. The third right. years are going out. The second years are in it for the long haul. There's That's what it feels it, like, right. the thick of it. So I thought that I'm going to take that group, that cohort, and I'm going to make them kind of bond with each other. And, and, and I started, you know, I started doing some team building exercises and stuff with them. And I realized that those guys loved each other. Already, that was right. the, the group that I started with was one of the <laughs> friendliest groups. And I was like, you know, 
three or four uh, months into this, I'm like, guys, do you guys like hang out, and get on? They're like, I, yeah, what? I don't know what you were talking about. We we hang out all the time. I'm like, I'm like this is this is ridiculous. And then I was like, fine, whatever. We'll just go through this year. And then we started, you know, we used to go out and do happy hour and stuff like that. And they didn't need any chaperone. These guys were thick thieves, you know. And yeah. I was the old one. And I was like, I stopped going to them after. I was like, you guys have fun. Here's some money. Right. Enjoy yourself. And I said, okay, this is not going to work. They're already good friends. And I was, I was different. I realized that there are folks like me on the sidelines of life. Um, but... But I don't think that's the typical residency experience. Right. I think what I found out later on is that group was really cohesive. Right, it was a cohesive others, group. And, yeah. Others are not so much. But anyway, so then the next year, I said, okay, I'm going to start uh, asking them about other things in life. Not just, you know, bonds within residency, but physical fitness, mm-hmm. uh, emotional things and things like that. So let me come up with a survey. So I gave them a survey and they filled out the survey and it was all about physical stuff. I just wanted them to get out and do stuff. Yeah. And then we worked on that that year. And that, you know, we did a few things. Um, we did, we did, you know, paintball. We did a couple of other things and things like that. But, um, but even that, I was not very satisfied with. Yeah. And then wellness became this thing. Buzzword. Everybody's talking about right. wellness everywhere. Right. Because of the burnout crisis and all that. And right. now everybody talks about it. In the past, nobody's <laughs> talked about it. But I was resident. It was all about resident work hours. Right. Or wellness. So that's how I kind of got into it. Um, and I feel that I was, uh, they were, I'm sure there were folks ahead of me who thought of wellness and they am sure there, there were curriculums out there, but I never looked at that. There was not enough information available. Now if you Google wellness, like mm-hmm. stuff, tons of stuff comes up. But I just used my own experience of what I thought was the way to go and kind of did it. And I don't think those things worked, right? What was your initial experience? How did you get into it? Well, I mean, the way that I got into it was really, I just was asked if I was willing to participate in this wellness program. And that's really kind of how it started. More recent, Right. So it wasn't anything that I put together on my own or anything, but um, uh, the residency program director reached out to me and with an email link to this online curriculum says, hey, what do you think about this? This is a wellness curriculum. This is an, this is a, uh, curriculum that's intended to help trainees recognize and deal with burnout and prevent burnout. Is this something I, you, you know, you'd be willing to help me out with? And then I read through the curriculum and I said, yeah, I'd be happy to do it. And I'm going to stop you there. But w- were you at that point doing anything for your own personal wellness? Um, were you thinking about wellness? I thought about wellness, but I've, I never even just labeled it that way. I've always kind of just thought about this idea of work-life balance, okay. which essentially goes right along with that. Um, and so most of my days were preoccupied with making sure that my own personal and family balance, work and life balance, uh, was not you know going too far one mm-hmm. way or the other. And I would actually find myself stressed out in situations where I felt like one side was taking over the other. So, so you were in that kind of frame of mind so when this at, came about. I wasn't at frame of mind, but I hadn't actually, I hadn't interest. I really hadn't introspected at that point and said, "Well, this is what I need to do." It was kind of more of a, I'm playing it by ear, day by day, and trying, you know, trying to do what I think is the right thing in this particular situation. You weren't doing any of this meditation stuff back then. Well, no. So actually, so let me backtrack. So I've been meditating. I think I started meditating 
I've probably been meditating now for, let me see, I'm trying to think of when I first started doing it. It was, I was out of the military. I was already, so I don't think, so I, so I started meditating when I was in private practice after fellowship. So, and that would have been about 20. So I've been meditating only for about four, maybe five years. So you've been doing it long enough you yeah. know, before meditation and wellness actually became mm-hmm. this thing. People right. have been meditating for eons, but right. that's not the point. But for you, you were doing it not from this holistic, this wellness perspective. You just decided to try it out. Well, I wanted to do it just because I found it as to use it as a uh, means to deal with just daily stress, work-related stress, okay, so and things like that. So, so you had the right idea. Right. So, okay. um, so, and then little by little, you know, it started to catch on. And so, you know, people had, um, had recommended the book uh, Mindfulness by John Kabat-Zinn. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then I got really into doing meditation. Um, so you read a book about mindfulness and stuff. This is all before wellness became a buzzword. Right. Okay. So now, so then fast forward to now you are doing this wellness right. curriculum. So you have a little bit of background on this yeah. already, right? Oh, yeah. So, that, so you're the right person. I mean, you're, you're section chief called found the right person to kind of talk <laughs> I, about this. The thing is, she didn't know anything about that though. I've never told anyone about this or she just kind of randomly said, oh, maybe he'd be good. And so. Uh, anyway. Maybe she saw that you well, probably better maybe, about it. I don't know. We've had conversations before. Nothing this deep, you know, but. but uh, That'd be weird to have. I actually, I really don't know why she chose me. <laughs> <laughs> so, because she, she, I mean, she detects something, yeah. right? right? So, um, because the 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 core the core group of uh, faculty that she selected, because she assigned a class to each one of us, um, it's kind of hard for me to put a finger on it. I guess we're all sort of uh, broad minded. Uh, we're interested in many things, and we're not afraid of talking about uh, larger philosophical things with our trainees. I think she maybe detected that from uh, the people that she selected. So uh, that's pretty cool. But at any rate. But anyway, so you start. So yeah, you so you say. So fast forward now to this 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 uh, curriculum that was kind of entrusted to you. Then mm-hmm. what happened? Well, so then um, I started having doing these sessions with the trainees. Oh, so basically, I guess I could talk about my experience with sort of a prepackaged curriculum mm-hmm. and having quote unquote mandatory wellness meetings with these residents. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So, and I had kind of a similar situation uh, as you did, um, where I basically was dealing with a group that was pretty cohesive. Uh-huh. Okay, this is. Let me tell you about the very first wellness activity I did with this group of residents, um, and I can't believe I haven't told you this story yet. So, <clears throat> so my very first wellness activity. So I'm dealing with a group of OBGYN and I got, they gave me the chief resident class. So they were all experienced and they've kind of like probably similar to the third year intern internal medicine. They're thinking about jobs Mm. that they have lots of things going on in their Mm -hmm. mind. And so, but the very first topic I had to go over with them was guilt and shame. So that was the topic. Wow. It was pretty deep. And this is like our very first session. And right. you have some really great views on and, this. And basically, right. you know, I, right. I was like, whoa. So, you know, I have some big experiences in right. my medical career that I could share with them. And so for me, uh, it was a little bit, there was a lot of trepidation because I had never shared any of that stuff with anybody before in terms of what am I, what do I feel guilty and shameful about in my medical career? I've mm. never talked to anybody about that. Never. And here I am about to talk to these chief residents about it to kind of help just sort of 
break the ice and to get them talking. Because I think if we have an idea exchange, if we at least sort of voice that and recognize that it exists, then maybe we can come up with ways of dealing with it better. Because I think a lot of us internalize it. We're high achievers. We're performance-based. If something bad happens, it's not because things happen in medicine that are bad. It's because we are, we are bad and we did something wrong. So that's, you know, so we're trying to avoid that. So I knew we were about to talk about something very deep, potentially negative. We were about to go into dark waters, basically, on our very first session. So I thought to myself, well, I need a way to kind of loosen things up. Uh, I need a way to sort of kind of get everybody's jitteriness, uh, kind of get the butterflies out uh, before the topic because they knew what we were talking about. And there was a curriculum that they had to read and watch. There was videos. Um, and so they knew what was coming. So <clears throat> so I decided to start after everybody sat down and everyone um, uh, took their seats where we were having our little session. I decided to have everybody stand up and then just move. I so I told everybody, just everybody just kind of shake it out, you know, jump, move around, stretch your legs, just kind of get some physical energy out because we're about to talk some, you know, about some very um, deep and, and serious things. Well, one of the residents uh, was pregnant. And when she stood up and started, started doing the arm shaking and, and stuff like that, uh, I should say that she was not anywhere near term. She was very preterm. When she stood up, to start doing the you know the little arm shakes, her pants were completely wet. So the concern was that her water had broken, and she was not even thirty weeks pregnant. So she was very preterm, and so we're you know there's oh my God. so this is this is this is five minutes in my wellness experience, <laughs> and so. All of us are OBGYNs by training. I'm a subspecialist. And we're all looking at her and she immediately starts to cry because she knows what this means, right? Like, this is not good. And so she starts to cry and I'm standing there going, this is not real. This cannot be happening. (laughs) So immediately two of the residents uh, took her and took her straight to labor and delivery to get evaluated. And so that was half the group gone because they were so close that they were concerned too, right? And so they were going to make sure she got taken care of. She got straight into the, to the labor and delivery unit, got hooked up, checked baby, make sure water's not broken. So she leaves and it was like a surreal moment. We were all sort of standing around this puddle of fluid on the chair where she was sitting. Uh, and so there was just a few residents there left. And so at that point, I was like, well... I had to completely change what we were going to talk about, obviously. And so um, at that point, I just started asking them uh, about their relationship to her because clearly they were all worried about her. They had this look on their face like, oh, man, this is not good. Um, And so we had a long conversation about, you know, uh, how close is she to you? Like, Mm -hmm. what sort of experiences did you guys have together going through residency? Um, and how are you feeling right now? And it ended up being, um, a situation where we were just completely buried in a awkward and uncertain moment. And there was really nothing else to do 
except talk about how important the relationship between them and their friend, their trainee, their co-resident was. Because there's really nothing, because that was the thing that was hanging in the air, that this worry, this concern about her. So that's what we ended up talking about. And then finally, um, amazingly, after about an hour, she came back. So it turned out her water hadn't broken. She'd had an accident. So it's perfect. She <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I know that's right. So so thankfully she didn't. Ha- she wasn't. Her water didn't break, and she was, she bravely came back with her you know co residents and um, and so then it was like wow, this is unreal. So yeah. I know this is like, and so immediately I was like, okay, there's not an issue with cohesion in this group at all. Zero. Like they were very close. They were very concerned for her, and now everybody's happy that she's okay. And as soon as she came back, everybody was just giving each other hugs. And so then, and then we sat down and we still had enough time to where then at that point I shared my experiences with them. And we actually had a very beautiful conversation about, um, there was sort of a confessional sort of feel to it. Like these are the things that that's happened. And these are the things that bug me, you know, that things that I have in the back of my mind in terms of medical experiences um, errors, mistakes that I wish I could take back, uh, things that I would have uh, liked to have done differently. And um, I ended up bringing a really uh, deep session. So that was my very first session. I mean, it was so surreal, isn't it? Like, and I can't believe I hadn't told you this story before, but wow. that's exactly how my first wellness um, session went with, uh, with a group of residents. So it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, but what I would say is... Going back to the earlier point, this idea of, you know, you can you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, you know, that cliche. But it's it's true. Like um, my concern with wellness as a standardized curriculum um, is that it deals with issues that cannot be constrained to a standardized curriculum. Uh, it'll have it'll break out. Because wellness looks different for everybody, you know? And so I think it's good to talk about it. But what needs to happen is people need to own their own wellness. They need to look for information. That is so true. People need to look for information and find their path and find, hopefully, mentors that can sort of guide them along the path. But I do have reservations about... Uh, this idea of mandatory wellness. All right. Well, I hope uh, you guys uh, enjoyed that uh, first episode. Um, the reason we chose to start with this topic is because we wanted to highlight our own misguided attempts at trying to improve the well-being of others. Yeah, because at the end of the day, institutionalized, prepackaged, mandatory wellness... Uh, though well-intentioned, really don't work. Yeah, um, you know, we're not saying that they necessarily are wrong. Um, They are not the entire answer. Just institutionalized wellness cannot be uh, the only thing Uh, because uh, wellness uh, extends beyond work. Uh, It extends uh, into our homes, uh, into our personal lives, uh, you know, personal fitness, financial well-being, all of these cannot be tackled at an institutionalized uh, mandatory wellness uh, curriculum level. 
Right, because we cannot externally motivate an individual or enforce wellness upon an individual. We all are uh, different individuals. Uh, we have our own motivations, our own biases, and uh, and that's why our wellness uh, uh, our wellness program for ourselves may be very different from wellness program uh, for our uh, colleagues. And so, really, the goal with this podcast is to really. Um, help the listener access and create their own thought space uh, as they embark on this journey with us uh, toward wellness and resiliency. In the end, this is your wellness on your own terms, on your own time, when you're ready. <laughs>